Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Wednesday, May the 25th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I'd like to welcome you to, to sit in here, listen in, whichever way you're checking us out. We've got some fantastic coverage here for both the MLB and NBA slate today. We're going to try to make it concise enough that you can get up to date on everything Get those lineups ready. Uh, it should be a fantastic day. We also have another podcast coming up later today uh, for the Charles Schwab Challenge in PGA. So we're going to be providing our our members uh, everything they can handle from the MLB slates. There's multiple slates. The uh, showdown uh, game tonight of Miami and Boston. And then our PGA selections for the tournament for the Charles Schwab there in old Fort Worth, Texas. So buckle in. Here we go. We're going after it today. Very excited here. We've been on a hot streak. Yesterday, a little stumble, uh, not as hot as we have been, but we expect to come back. We want to get the brooms out, sweep everything today uh, all across the board. So if you want to check us out beyond this podcast, you can uh, connect with us. Uh, just go to either Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. If you want to, uh, you know, have any questions for me or comments, I'm at Joe Sarvati. You can catch me there as well. But if you want to sign up and join, uh, join us, even if it's a three-day pass for ten bucks, we're at DFSCoachTalk.com, and we would love to have you in the family. We are growing fast. We have a fantastic group. And we really uh, fill a niche spot in, in DFS. That's what we're most proud of. We hand build, not that we don't use optimizers and, and all of the uh, ownership numbers. You know, we're looking at leverage. We're looking at everything else everybody does uh, in the industry, but we're also hand building. We, we want to be there for all the people that are trying uh, to make some profit in DFS, but are entering the wrong contest, entering those 150 max against all the whales out there. We want you to be able to get in some, you know, whatever, $12 single entries, you know, whatever they are that you have an equal shot at. And we feel we can help you build those lineups in all the sports that we offer. So without any further ado, let's dive in here because we've got so much to do that it's not even funny. So we're going to start off with major league baseball. So we'll have, uh, if you're interested in the baseball section, we'll have that now. We'll take a, a short pause and we'll announce when we're going over to basketball. So if you want to skip around or catch both, it is completely up to you. But we want to offer it all uh, in one shot for you so you can really uh, get yourself prepared to take down multiple slates today. All right. Baseball. Let's talk about baseball. First of all, let's talk about the weather. We have 13 games total. Uh, there's two games early that we're not going to focus on. Uh, there's a 12:35 uh, Colorado Pittsburgh game and a 1:10 Detroit Minnesota game. We're focusing on the slates that begin at 3:45 p.m. Eastern. There's uh, good featured slates on DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo. We uh, supply for all three. Uh, Sites, so you'll be able to choose whatever contest you want there. But there's a good afternoon slate with uh, four games, uh, and then we have an evening slate uh, with multiple games, depending on the site. Some are seven games, some are five. So 
We're going to go over the majority of those. But as I said, let's look at the weather real quick because we do have a few issues. If you're playing that super early game in Minnesota, definitely check that out because it could be an issue there. Three other games that have potential for delays or slight potential for cancellations are Chicago at Cincinnati, Philadelphia at Atlanta, and Boston in Chicago. So we're going to watch the weather in Cincinnati, Atlanta, and Chicago as the day goes. We'll be posting things on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk, and then we'll be on uh, Discord with all our members discussing those. Because again, in baseball, as we know, it is very important that you know you catch those rain games and know what's going on. Even if they're games that play that have delays that affect pitching, uh, that can swing uh, certainly swing a slate. And now we know basketball can have a rain delay. If you watch the, the Mavs game, and hooray for the Mavs. I know Dirk's fired up here behind me. Uh, they at least got it out of game and didn't get swept. That meant a lot. Uh, but they had a rain delay at halftime with the roof uh, leaking. So that was sort of bizarre. All right, so we know the three games we have to keep an eye on. And then we're going to dive in and go after it. As we normally do here, we're going to go uh, for a pay-up pitcher, a value, and a fade pitcher. We'll talk a bit about BVP stacks, HR call, and we'll also give you some prize picks plays to play. Uh, if you're looking for crash, you know, the the pretty the beauty and the beast, me being the beast, uh, crash is off today. He's taking a, a, a day to breathe and, and recharge for tomorrow. And then uh, for basketball later in the podcast, Deb is actually traveling today. So I know half the, our fans are going to be like, what? No, Deb. Go, you know, we don't need you, coach. We want Deb, but sorry, you're stuck with me today. So it's me solo all the way around here today, basketball, baseball, and golf. So, you know, if you can see the, the if I didn't have, if my bald head was here and I didn't have the hat on, you'd see the, the brains moving around here because I got all the, all the charged up engines, extra coffee today. I mean, I'm ready to sweep everything. I want sweeps on FanDuel DraftKings and Yahoo in basketball, baseball, and golf. Is that asking too much? Well, wait a minute. I also want to sweep prize picks. So let's go. We're going 12-0 and 0 and all that stuff today. I think it's 12. I ran out of fingers and toes. All right, baseball. My pay-up pitcher for tonight is Christian Javier of the Houston Astros. There are not very many good pitchers on this slate. We've had pitchers with stacked group of, of just studs. And then we've had uh, slates like this where there's not a ton of great pitchers. And certainly that is the key. We know, let's face it, MLB DFS, you need to hit on your payup pitcher, especially, and even your secondary pitcher and get some strikeouts and get some action going. Javier has been terrific this season. He's uh, he's hard luck. He should be better than two and two. He's got a two, eight, seven with a 1.02 whip and 39K. So he's striking guys out as well. Um, just a solid, solid pitcher. He had one bad outing this season against Washington. So we'll give him a pass on that. But if you get rid of that game on May 14th, here's his fan duel numbers 46, 24, 34, 27, 23, 24. So as an ace on a slate where there's not a ton of strikeout pitchers and ace pitchers, you know, he struck out nine against Texas. You know, I feel very comfortable he can get five, six, seven strikeouts uh, in this matchup against Cleveland. 
Cleveland has been scuffling. Uh, certain parts of their lineup, for sure, have really been difficult. So I think he's not only a safe play, I think he's just a really uh, good play. And the rest of his season projections uh, based on Rotowire, I like to look at those at occasion. Just, you know, they take uh, multiple seasons and they have them listed uh, four and one with the 358 with 88 Ks and a whip right around one. So, again, those are projections, but he's been steady. He, he goes deep enough in games. And I think he's a great pay up play today. All right. For my value pitcher, I'm going to go back to a guy that I used last time. I he's I know he's not super popular, and I know that he's not a big strikeout pitcher, and I know all of that stuff, but he's pretty cheap. He's only 7,800, and it's it's Mr. Paul Blackburn. And again, I know he's not people don't cr- really love to roster him, but as a secondary guy uh, that's pretty cheap. I think he makes perfect sense. Um, he, you know, he's he's going to go deep if he's going well. It's a 4-10 game, by the way. And, you know, who can cry about 4-0 with a 191 ERA? There's nothing wrong with that. Again, a little light on the strikeouts. I get that. But, you know, l- listen to these games. And you tell me this isn't a good SP2. FanDuel points the last multiple games. 23 30-39, 19-33, 30-18, 30-18-42. I mean, what do you want from a secondary guy that you're help, you know, to help make your lineup? And he's going against Seattle. Again, you know, not a tremendous matchup for him, but not the worst. So I think that combination of Javier and Blackburn is really pretty solid for the two pitchers that I want to utilize the most today uh, based on salary and, you know, and a little bit of everything. Um, you know, again, once you really look over the pitching Uh, options today there's not a lot to choose from and that leads me to my two fade pitchers and I want to explain this a little bit because I think people love to play these youngsters that are just coming up and you know have all this potential they're ranked high in their farm systems I get all that and I like to find those guys as well but I think they're traps today and that's JP Sears from the Yankees and Mr. Poteet from the uh uh, where's he at here? I want to get his full name too. I don't want Cody Poteet from Miami. Again, these are two youngsters. They both have dazzling numbers and they, you know, they are doing great in the minors, but they're both coming up. Um, you know, Poteet's in there, uh, because Lozado got hurt. So he's pitching a couple of, of, uh, uh, spot starts here. And then JP Sears youngster, He's just up probably for one start and then going to go back down. So here's the reason. I'm not saying that these two guys aren't good. I think they're both good young pitchers that will make their way and and have good careers in in MLB. However, here's the trap that I see. I think a lot of people are going to go to one of these guys, one of those two, for their SP2 and take what they can get. I mean, they see these big strikeout numbers in the minors, but I just don't think they go long enough. And that's what I'm trying to steer clear of. I don't want three innings. I don't want two and a third innings. Uh, You know, again, even if they do well, let's say they throw two and two thirds shutout innings with two strikeouts. Oh, good outing. Nice job, son. But that's not going to help me enough in DFS. I would rather grind it out with the Blackburns of the world. They can get me seven or eight innings if he's pitching well. 
And uh, again, it's very tempting because these guys are super duper cheap. I think their ownership's going to be better than people realize because you got the Yankees with Sears going against Baltimore. And then you have uh, Petit with uh, Miami going against Tampa, who hasn't exactly torn the cover off the ball this season. So, again, I'm not going to fall into the trap with those two cheaper young pitchers. Not that I don't think they're good. I just don't think they go deep enough to make a big impact. So those are my fade pitchers. All right, BVP. Let's go right straight to that. I am going to go with a guy that I think just jumps off the page to me, and that's Francisco Lindor. He has faced Jacob Junis, and this is the afternoon slate, 345 game. He's faced him 36 times, 18 hits. Let me see. I think that's 500. Is that correct? Yes. Nine of them for extra bases, five homers, 14 RBIs. So, He's not only, you know, terrific player and always a good play, but when he, you know, you've got a decent sample size of 36 at bats, 500 with all that pop, I will take Francisco Lindor all day long uh, as my BVP play of the day. As far as stacks go, a couple of teams I want to highlight that I like today. I like the LA Angels. They're the late game at 938. Why they have to play at 38 exactly, but that's okay. Whatever makes it work for them in LA. Um, So it is the Angels stack against Glenn Otto from Texas. Um, I just, I mean, right now that Angels lineup is nasty. Taylor Ward who leads the league in a bunch of categories out of nowhere is leading off. And then, you know, after him, you got two average players, Trout and Otani, followed by Rendon, who's uh, waking up. Walsh, Marsh, Stassi, you can hit it out at any time. So, I mean, they are loaded. Not a great matchup for Glenn Otto. He's one and two with a 5.55 ERA. So, yeah, I think this is a great spot for the Angels. Yeah, you're going to be behind waiting for these guys to play, but it's okay. You could, you know, sit there in the middle of the pack, wait for all these angels uh, late, and then uh, you're going to be a hero at the end of the day. The other stack that I want to highlight is the Atlanta Braves. I'm hoping they give uh, some support here to old Charlie Morton. I almost picked him. I I like Charlie Morton. Uh, He was right on the cusp, and I may put him in one lineup. You know, I called him washed up the other day and he came out and looked like uh, Cy Young, for goodness sake. So, you know, he's still a play, but Philly can hit the ball and they can hit the ball a long way. So a little concern there. That's why I just didn't quite take Charlie. But I do like the fact that I think he's going to get some uh, some good strength with those righties at the top of the order against the left-hander Ranger Suarez. I mean, Acuna, Contreras, Ozuna, Arnaud, uh, Darno to start off, and then still Albies and Riley and Duvall, guys that were key bats for them last year haven't been hitting. They're down in six, seven, and eight hole. And how about Dansby Swanson, superstar to be uh, when he was drafted first round batting ninth. So that is a one through nine nasty lineup. And, you know, you do a wraparound stack with Atlanta and go like Riley, Duvall, Swanson, Acuna. I mean, that sounds like the meat of an order, and you're looking at 7891. So lots of options with Atlanta. Uh, I think they're also a great play. 
All right. HR call today, and it's going to be a weird one because he has not hit the ball well, but it's, I wore the red shirt in his honor. That's how much I'm trying to rally this dude today. Joey Votto. <clears throat> he has faced Kyle Hendricks 36 times, same as Francisco Lindor faced Jacob Junis, and he's been fantastic. How about this? In 36 plate appearances, 13 hits, seven extra bases, four homers, six RBIs. But here's the thing that's amazing. He has 15 walks against him. I mean, Joey Votto's got possibly the best eye in baseball. So that's another 15 times that he walked. It doesn't count as in a bat. So that's 51 times he has seen uh, Mr. Uh, Kyle Hendricks. So love Votto in this spot. He's also going to be a play for me all over the board uh, in DFS and on prize picks. You know, I'm wearing this red shirt all day long, <clears throat> all day long. I can tell you that much. So um Big Joey Votto guy today, and he is not, I don't think I've rostered him in weeks. So <clears throat> let's hope he can shake it off and, and have a big day. All right, let's go to prize picks. Let's finish up baseball with prize picks. And I am going to refresh the board because they just add stuff constantly. I didn't want to miss anything um, for, for you guys. So let's get our pitcher of choice here. And um looking for them to see if they changed them. Um, okay, here's what I'd like to do. I want Glenn Otto for Texas under four and a half strikeouts. I think he gets a couple, but I think they knock him out of the game quick enough that he does not get to that number. So Glenn Otto under four and a half. And then <clears throat> the hitter, I want to, let me see if they added him yet because uh, we want up to the second information. There he is. Joey Votto, hitter fantasy score, five and a half. That tells you how bad he's been playing. You know, we've been playing guys like Judge and, and Stanton at eight and a half. Old Joey Votto only at five and a half. So I really think he can get to that number uh, early. So that's a real strong play for me. Uh, on prize picks today. All right, <clears throat> that is it for baseball. That should give us a good feel for what to look for, who to play, and uh, you know which direction we want to go there. So this is the pause where I will say I want to thank our presenting sponsor for both our NBA and MLB podcast today, and that is betus.com.pa. If you're looking to wager on any of this stuff, baseball, basketball, uh, you name it, they have it. They have casino, they have horse, they have everything you'd want. I've been a member there 16 years. They are fantastic. Their payouts are easy. You can uh, deposit with credit card, Bitcoin, whatever you want to do. Go to betus.com.pa. We have a special with them right now. If you deposit just 79 bucks, that's it, or more, and... <clears throat> Get that into your BetUS account and use the promo code COACHTALK, all one word. We will give you a free month all-access membership to Coach Talk. That's a $75 value, so it's almost like a free play for you on BetUS. So I would definitely take advantage of that. Uh, we've all been playing there and doing very well. Great prop bets and plays there. Uh, uh, whatever you need, they've got it. So 
All right. Fantastic. Appreciate that. If you're watching right now on YouTube, this is the time. Thumbs up. That's important to us. Hit the subscribe button and hit the little alarm in the corner so you know when any of our podcasts post. Today, you'd be alerted three times. Uh, You've got the NBA and MLB, which is combined in this one, but they'll give you two alerts there. And then a PGA podcast that we have posting as well. So definitely want to hit that. And uh, we bring these all of these podcasts in front of the paywall. And all we ask is that quick thumbs up. If you're listening to us audio-wise, take a second, five stars, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, whatever it is, a quick five star and a comment. Uh, our man Colin goes through at the end of the month, which is only a week away, less than a week away. And uh, we pick one person randomly that gets a free one-week membership, all access at Coach Talk. All right, it is time for the NBA. We have one game tonight. As always, it's a showdown slate again. Boston Celtics, Miami Heat. Huge game in this series as it's tied 2-2. They're back in Miami. And would you believe Boston is a two-point road favorite? So that, I thought, was a little interesting. It's a 204 total, 103 implied for Boston, 101 for the Miami Heat. As far as injuries go, this is the series that has been, you know, the most questionable players in history, and we've got them all again today. So for Boston, Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, questionable. Those are the two that we need to know for sure if they're in or out. We're going to follow this news very closely throughout the day. We're going to make sure we know who's playing, who's sitting. I've got these guys in right now, but that could change as we've seen things, uh, you know, go on and change at the last minute. Uh, Sam Hauser out. We mention him every day because Mrs. Hauser may listen to the show. And, you know, we were respectful. For the Miami Heat, it's, yeah, you know, it's question. everybody's questionable. Miami Miami Heat organization is questionable. Uh, Kyle Lowry, Max Struess, P.J. Tucker, uh, Tyler Hero, Gabe Vincent. I mean, it's just, you know, can you mention everybody? It looks like we're going to get Butler and Bam. So at least we know their two studs are in. I think all those other guys may play. Maybe Hero sits. He sat the last game. I have no idea. I mean, let's just face it. Anybody that tells you they know, I mean, I think part of Spolstra's uh, strategy is, is just try to let Boston uh, try to figure out who the heck they're going to start. So I've got everybody in pretty much. I'm not sure on Hero, uh, but we'll see how this uh, you know goes throughout the day. Generally, most of their guys are listed, and then they play anyway. So we're going to stick with that. But if you need, you know, if you want to know if it's going to change. Uh, and as it changes, you can check us out on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk or hopefully in our Discord with us as a member. All right, a couple of things to discuss here. Where do we go in this game? What a bizarre series this has been. Blowouts all over the place, crazy results. Um, but, you know, the question is, you know, what is what is it going to look like here? You know, what, is Miami going to be able to bounce back? Is it going to be a situation here, you know, where Boston has now taken back control of this series? There was a time uh, after a couple dominant Boston games where everybody said, you know, this series is going to be easily won uh, by Boston. But Miami, 
has chosen times where they are going to show up and then times where they're not. So we're going to break this down a little bit, try to figure it out for you. So let's take a look at the box score from this last game, because uh, I know that, you know, we're only going to get so much out of it, uh, you know, but let's take a look and see what we can find out. So it was 102.82 Boston. It was very ugly at times. And we'll, you know, we'll take into consideration that these bench guys in a close game aren't going to get the minutes. But in the minutes that counted when the game was still, you know, intact, it was still Jimmy Butler and Bam. Those are the, definitely the two spots to go. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Butler was horrible. Three for 14, 0 for 2 from 3. Uh, Bam only shot the ball five times. You know, after having that massive breakout game um, in the game prior, in game three, uh, he just went back into the shell a bit. Again, only 27 minutes because of the blowout. Struce, 0 for 7 in 14 minutes. That felt really good, uh, similar to a punch in the face feels. But, uh, yeah, so we don't know if that was because he's dinged up a little bit or just an off day. You know, shooters will have those. Kyle Lowry still looking super unhealthy and rusty, 1 for 6. You know, we did get guys off the bench show up a little bit, so you're going to see these guys getting over-owned today. Yes, Victor Oladipo played 30 minutes and was for set, 7 for 16 from the field and led them by far with 23 points. So does that mean he's playable here? I don't know. It could be trappy. You know, again, if it's a close game, does he get those heavy minutes? You know, he got them also because Hero uh, was out. Maybe Hero's back. I mean, again, how much good this podcast does you for basketball with this situation I'm going to admit, you know, this isn't like, okay, we got this figured out. We need to know who's in and out. And, you know, a lot of that's going to be determined as the day goes on. So I'm not going to try to, you know, cover it up and say, okay, here's what we got. And we know this is what's going to happen because we just don't know what that's going to be. I'm just saying if, you know, if guys are out, yes, Oladipo is a fine, fine play. If everybody's back because they have to win this game, it's at home. You don't want to go down 3-2 and go back to Boston. So I think if they can roll them out, they roll them out. And I think guys that got in there and got extra minutes like Oladipo, Vincent, Deadman, Duncan Robinson, Caleb Martin, those guys are not going to be useful in that situation. So that's my buyer beware. I'm going to go more with Butler and Bam. I, I think Bam can bounce back after good game, bad game. Hopefully he goes back to to strong again. Butler will step up, man. He's he's too much of a battler and gamer uh, not to step up here. I just think he's a, a fantastic play. So yeah, my only thing, you know, let's see who's in and out before we determine if we can use any of those cheaper bench players. But if you're gonna dive to some of these guys, I think it's a mistake because you could go, you know, these guys that got 23 and 24 minutes like Caleb Martin and Duncan Robinson, you know, and, and Oladipo at 30, uh, they could get 10 or zero. So, you know, just be very cautious of that. On the Boston side, you know, we it was who we expected. You know, when they win, it's generally because Tatum and, and Brown have the games that they have. Uh, 31 points for Tatum. Uh, Brown only had 12 points, but he did have seven rebounds, two assists. He was active. He just wasn't knocking down the three. 
neither one hit the three. They were Brown and Tatum were combined two for 13 from three, and they still blew them out because they were hitting their, their twos and, you know, just being very active. Tatum drew a ton of fouls. He was 14 for 16 from the line. That's the way he needs to play. I still think, you know, this team, yes, they can shoot threes, but you can't fall in love with the three. You've got to get it done at the rim as well. I mean, the Mavericks last night, you know, were another example of that. Yes, they hit a bunch of threes, but the reason they got them is because they finished some stuff at the basket. You know, they pounded it in on a few plays, and you got to get that balance. You know, it's it's like a pitcher. You throw a fastball down the middle every time, people are going to hit you. You got to throw a few curveballs, get them off balance, and then it makes uh, that fastball look better. So, you know, it's a baseball and basketball podcast, so I can do multi-sport analogies, I think. But uh, similar with with Boston, I think if they, you know, if they establish uh, the paint here with Horford and if Robert Williams plays, uh, I think that, you know, they can, they'll be better off in shooting the three. So, uh, you know, Robert Williams was four for five, 12 points, you know, nine rebounds. He's such a fantastic points per minute guy. He did that in 18 minutes again. So when he's in, he's hard to to get away from because the price is right. And, you know, if he plays and he gets minutes, he almost always produces. The guy that had the rough game was was Al. He only had uh, one bucket on two shots in 33 minutes, which is sort of bizarre. But he did dominate the glass again. 13 rebounds for old Al stepping up. Uh, four blocks for Al Horford. How about that? So he's in play. I know he only got two shots up. He'll get more shots up than that. He only he played 33 you know, I'd see him probably 35 to 38 minutes in a really close game. Uh, he's playing that well. So he's certainly an option. Uh, the, you know, the guy that everybody's going to go goo-goo over here again is Derek White. He got 14 shots up, but he was only one for eight from three. And so, you know, he played 41 minutes, though, which is pretty amazing when you think about it, um, you know, out of nowhere. So, with Marcus Smart out, he was the man. Is Marcus Smart going to play today? That's the million-dollar question. The second question, though, is do you auto-play Derek White if Smart is out again? I think a lot of people will go that way. I think White's going to be massively over-owned if Smart sits. I don't think I'm going to go there. So I know it's contrarian. I don't believe he plays 41 minutes again. I don't think he's that good of a player. He got eight rebounds because he, he got so many minutes, six assists, three steals. I know he just blew up the slate, but number one, smart might play, which I'm definitely not going to play white of smart plays. Secondly, I just don't think he gets quite that many minutes by any stretch, and I think he regresses. So just because of leverage, Mike S, shout out. I always say that when I say leverage. It's a good luck charm. Uh, I just think he, you know, it's just not going to be a smart play at his massive ownership if Smart sits. I think you could still look at Peyton Pritchard or Grant Williams, though. I think they would be in the mix even more so, especially if Smart sits. But those two also logged 24 and 36 minutes. Uh, Grant didn't shoot the ball well, but those guys are going to get opportunities. So, again, you know, making that decision between Tatum and Brown is normal. And then if you want to go with one of the bigs in Horford or Williams, that makes perfect sense. And then we'll see what happens with Smart. Uh, if he's in, he's playable because when he plays, he plays. 
a little risk of injury, of course, but he's usually good to go. Uh, and then you just have to sit out. Let's see what the ownership's going to be on white and uh, not eliminate Pritchard and Williams if you need a cheaper buy-in guy. So that's what I'm looking at for this game. I think hopefully we have a close game finally. It seems to be because this is a massively important game. I mean, game five in a 2-2 series, generally who wins that game wins the series. It, the statistics are very strong to back that. So uh, I think that uh, we're going to see a good game here. I'm excited uh, to watch this one tonight. All right, we're going to go to prize picks and give you a couple of prize picks plays. A um, couple of things here that I like a lot. I think that you can go uh, Robert Williams over eight points, real points. I think they're, like I said, I think Boston tries to establish the interior to open up some of those threes. And then he usually gets a few putbacks, a lob or two. And again, you know, he can get that eight real points in 15 minutes. If he spikes and gets a 25, 26 minute game, which is possible, you know, I think he can smash that number. So I feel pretty good that that's uh, a safe number. Um, all right. As far as blocks and steel, steals, I'm going to put a, a big asterisk on this one. If Marcus Smart plays, I like Marcus Smart over one and a half blocks and steals. I mean, it's just that's he lives and dies by that. And he gets them. And I think it's just a really safe, strong play if he plays. If he doesn't play, I'm going to go a different direction here. I'm going to go Jalen Brown over two and a half three-pointers made. You know, one thing with Jason uh, or Jalen Brown is even if he's missing them, he's going to shoot them. If he's open, it's going up. And again, I think, you know, I think he's going to get a couple of those wide open looks if they are pounding it in a bit to Williams and Horford to establish uh, the inside game. So uh, those are the three plays I'll give you, you know, in case Jalen Brown, uh, or I'm sorry, in case Marcus Smart does sit. All right. I think that is it, everybody. That's our baseball solo breakdown, our basketball solo uh, breakdown. We'll be posting a PGA podcast here later today. Uh, we got it all in under a fairly decent amount of time, so hopefully everybody can listen to this uh, on their lunch hour, on their or ride home. Uh, again, stay tuned with us throughout the day, you know, for weather updates in baseball and uh, any changes in who's in and out in that NBA game. So thank you so much uh, to our presenting sponsor, betus.com.pa. You want to go there and sign up. With the promo code Coach Talk, deposit $79 and you get a free month of DFS Coach Talk. So try us out there. Also, want to thank Prize Picks, another sponsor of ours. You can go there, sign up if you haven't already. Uh, first time depositors, you can get a match dollar for dollar all the way up to a hundred bucks on that first deposit by using the promo code Coach Talk. All right, tomorrow will be a little bit more back to normal. I'll have Crash on with me. Uh, to go over the all-important Game 5 now in the Dallas and Golden State Series. Who knows? It's not happened before coming back from 3-0. Dirk insists behind me, he's over here, that it can happen. So I believe it. And we're going to go over that and then a good baseball slate tomorrow as well. So 
Thank you so much for listening in. We really appreciate every one of you. Quick thumbs up and comment is always greatly appreciated. And uh, really uh, hope you have a fantastic Wednesday and that we take everything down tonight. That's the game plan, and we're sticking with it. All right, have a great one. We'll be back tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA and MLB, DFS, and prize picks.